All right, Danny, what movie did we just go see? Fall. Not The Fall, not a TV series. Fall. Let's recap this real quick. Oh, no. Two females get stuck on a 2,000-foot-tall old TV antenna tower thing, right? Is that it? Yeah, it's the fourth tallest structure in the world. It's, yeah, I mean, just think a giant antenna tower. Yeah, they climb it, they get stuck. That's the movie. It's fantastic that way. We'll get into spoilers in about two minutes. So would you recommend people go see this movie? I I would say yes. Um, it's You know what you're getting into. Um, I can't recommend this movie for all audiences, but if you enjoyed Open Water, if you've seen 47 Meters Down, Stranded, Survival Mode, Adrenaline Junkie type movie. So yes, if you enjoyed any of those, if the trailer you watched and it looks interesting, go see it. It's it's a mostly well-made movie. That's right. It's very stressful. Sometimes I felt almost sick from the shots. I covered my mouth a couple times. Like I felt physically ill. Yeah. So it, it's a pretty good movie. You won't be disappointed if you watch the trailer. I mean, there's some big spoilers in the trailer, even within the first opening minutes which we can kind of say right now it's i mean the main character what's her name bex becky becky becky's rock climbing with her husband dan and their friend hunter obviously if you watch other rock climbing movies like you know cliffhanger vertical limit someone's gonna die in the first two minutes well you gotta create some conflict between these definitely definitely and that's in rock climbing movies, somebody dies, you have to get back their strength and no fear and conquer the mountain. It's more than a mountain. It's like energy. It's a life form. So Dan's dead. <laughs> All right. Flash forward 51 weeks because it's almost the one-year anniversary of his death. Bex, she's not doing so good. What's she doing? I mean, she's sitting around drinking and eating pizza. She is drinking, eating pizza. Like, there's flies in the pizza. Pills. I mean, she is a mess. Like, her family, her father can't reach her. She's just been locked in like a cave for like almost a year. She is like out of shape. It's just disgusting. I'm disgusted, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's not out of shape. She's doing well. She must be exercising quite a bit. Now, her father's like, you can't do this, Bex. You got to come back to life. Yes. Hunter, the friend, the girl who witnessed Dan die also, she's back. Like, listen, I'm going to get you back up there. We're going to climb you got to conquer this. I'm a YouTube star. We're going to climb this tower. Come with me. Obviously, at first, she's like, no, I can't do that. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to do it. Let's do this. They do it. That's another thing. Hero always has to deny first. Yes. Then she what, had a dream. She woke up. She was like, you know what? I've changed my mind. Oh, dang. I got to write that into the foreshadowing list. <laughs> what was that? The Morse code almost? Would you call it Morse? Uh, or what was that? Um... Tapping it. Number tap? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dream. Dan. Okay. Ooh. All right. So without any spoilers, yes. I think if you watch the trailer and you like it, you like the movie. It's very stressful. They're stuck in a tower the whole time. You know, lots of creativity. Good job for them making a movie, a good 90-minute movie, where they're stuck in a tower. 
It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's it's one of those movies like you can't just sit back and enjoy it. Like I don't know what to I don't know what I was doing, you know, throughout this movie, but it it was the same feeling of when you hold your breath and a character dives underwater. So you feel like you have to hold your breath too. Like you have a physical reaction to what you're seeing on screen. It's it's very it's it's really cool. There's not many movies that create a visceral reaction like that. What's interesting for me, yeah, not many movies. Another one which is different as far as creating an emotion where I feel almost like sick and stressed out. Top Gun for the first time it was, but that was actually just great writing, impending doom, whereas this is just like the shot. I think you just really like that movie. Everyone likes Top Gun Maverick. Of course, but I think you really, really, really like it. Because it's good writing. Yeah. So whereas a movie can do the same thing as this movie does it by cheating because they show a shot at 2,000 feet looking down, right? That's scary. Mm -hmm. That causes stress. Where you can watch Top Gun and... It's good writing that causes... Yes. Yes. And the entire film is building until, you know, the main character... It's set up like that. That's stress. Yeah, yeah. Our dog, Mitty, is chomping as loud as he can. If you hear any <laughs> clicking noises, that's Mitty chomping on a bone. How you doing, Mitty? Well, you know, well, we're not paying him any attention right now. He can barely see us because we got this pillow fort around <laughs> us. So if get, he needs to chew, he needs to chew. If we get up to 30 or 40 listeners per episode. 30 Whoa. Down- Fine. 100 downloads per episode. Whoa. Yes. Then... We're going to build like a little studio in the basement, which means we'll get, you know, some chairs, another microphone. We're not going to do that. We're going to do this. All right. <laughs> spoiler warning. We're going to skip the spoilers. Go see the movie if you want to see it. If you don't, don't. It's very stressful. You I, know what you're getting into with this movie. Like, it's it's literally called Fall. How about this? Would my mom enjoy this movie? No. <laughs> mom, oh, my God. Do not go see don't this go movie. See it. it's very, You'll hate I, it. I almost felt sick some of it. Yes. Not just the height thing, but like things that happen. I'm like, whoa. Left field. Anyways, spoiler warning. Alert, Ooh. alert. Alert. Okay, Jess. My... <sighs> Let's forget all the great things this movie does. Because there's a great movie in this, and you can cut out the bad stuff, which is pretty cool. Some movies, you can't cut out the bad stuff. Okay. Like we just so this saw movie's something savable. Like Thor 4. Ooh. I don't know if Thor 4 is savable, but this you movie is. You know what? Is. Leave Thor alone. This movie is. There was a great script, and somebody at the studio said, let's add in some junk. Jess just pointed out my batteries at 8%, so... Fingers crossed. Keep them company, Jess. I know. So her little eulogy for Dan, the, you could always make me laugh with one of your dumb jokes. Like, okay, and how come every, like, young person that dies always has, like, a quote or saying that, like, well, they always used to say this. Like, can you name, like, any random friend that, like, you think of and are like, oh, yeah, they always say this. Like, no, that doesn't change after they die. Like, and so this, yes, they tried to be original, but, I mean, it's not memorable it's just the big problem with this movie is foreshadowing of everything everything i have a list oh boy okay spoiler obviously it is set up immediately the husband dan is not a nice guy when 
Also, like, when did he become the husband? I feel like that was not made clear. It was not made clear, which is shocking. So Dan's not a nice guy. Within five minutes of the movie starting, the dad says it, makes it clear Dan's not a nice guy. Wasting your time pining over this guy. Hunter stares at Dan, like in this clearly like they're a couple type of thing, and she's not the wife. It's very clear there's something going on between the two of them. Okay, that's foreshadow number one. See, I actually didn't know until... I don't know. I did not see that one coming, even with the foreshadow. Everything's intentional, and this is why this movie is really sloppy, and there's a great mo- the script is great. Some of this is not in the script. This is junk. And showing a shot of Hunter staring at him for an extra few seconds means something. It's mm-hmm. just so obvious. And then when the dad says he's not a nice guy two minutes later, it's like, oh, yeah, well. Hmm, wonder why. That's what happened. Okay. We also get a shot when they get to the tower. The vultures are eating an animal. The animal's Oof. still alive. And it's so, like, unnecessary. Like, why are we seeing this? Oh, it's going to come back later. And it does. Right? Yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> the life hack. Talk oh about my talk gosh. about the life hack with electricity at the Danny, diner. That made me so I didn't even <laughs> You have such like realistic I don't even know what kind of thinking that is. You just like it's so obvious to you. And I was just annoyed, like, okay, like she goes through this whole life hack at the diner of unscrewing the light bulb from the lamp so that she could plug her phone charger in and it charges her phone which i mean kids do not try this at home like that sounds so dangerous like electrical current and whatever but (laughs) i I, like almost spit my pop out danny was like why didn't you just unplug the lamp (laughs) like you don't need the life hack like there's an outlet right there everything is very clear to the audience the girl emma was it what's her name Becky. Becky. Becky asked the waitress, is there a place I can plug my phone into it? Waitress says, no, too bad. Power's not free, honey. Is that what you, oh my gosh. Yeah, so instead of unplugging the lamp at their table, they just had to unscrew the light bulb. But Of you, course that's going to come back. You don't need to show it because. Hun- giant tower that has a bulb at the top of it, which also, why was that a normal light bulb? I was like, shocked to see I that. I know. Yeah. I mean, I really expected that, like, People have to go up. There. I mean, you have to change un- change a light bulb at least once a year, a couple times. To- I mean, ugh. so if you haven't seen the movie, you just want spoilers. The flashing light at a certain point, they have a drone that runs out of battery. They need to charge it. Luckily, they had the life hack, and she climbed this tower, and she unscrewed the light bulb and then plugged in. Good thing the we outlet. learned that from earlier in the movie. Now we didn't need to see the life hack in person. We knew that Hunter was a YouTuber. It's 2022. Imply the Hunter is like a MacGyver kind of character. Just make it happen. Or at the table, you, she could just do it. She unplugs the light bulb, charges her phone that way. Like, simple. Like, don't make a big deal of it. They make a big deal so we know. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that, to get to that charger, to get to the light bulb at the top of the tower, Becky has to climb it. And luckily, she can climb that pole because... She's a pole dancer. Yes. Previously, they show a video of her pole dancing. So that's taken care of the foreshadowing. That's also like prior to her pizza and alcohol diet. So I really don't think that this out of shape, fear driven morning. I mean, I want to call her a child. Like seriously, she she seems so young. I I would love to know how old this person is. In the movie world, she get passed for a 21 year old, I would say, 22. 
But I feel like they were supposed to be a little older. I think they're like 30. 28, maybe. Oof. I don't know anymore. Ages are tough. It's tough. Either way, so that's foreshadow. What else is foreshadow we have? Oh, the drone. Early in the film, they pull out of the diner and so close, they almost get hit by a semi flying by. Which, right away, I'm like, okay, this movie is all about suspense and like cheap scares. I was like, okay, that's that's what that was. You know, it was just trying to get, you know, a scream, a no. But no, that's it's not foreshadowing. all it was. Later in the film, the drone is heading towards the diner. Almost there. Almost there, and a semi boom hits it. Crash. Guy gets out. Make right. sure his truck's okay. Why that needs to be foreshadowed? <laughs> yeah. No clue. Um, okay, the padded bra. Hunter. They they made such a big deal about her outfit. Her what are they? Oh, tits for clicks. Yes. So she had. Major cleavage to the point of like you're seeing the bra and like I mean I just there are some settings rock climbing this two thousand foot tower is probably Wha- not the no. place that you while care also about wearing that. Converse is that like Converse do, I do know wear that rock was no Becky had normal like rock shoes you'd expect on. yes so that was it would make sp- sense if it were the other way around like if she was yes. like I gave away yeah. all my stuff I threw it out you know but no. The person, the adrenaline junkie that does this all the time, who probably gets free gear to be like promoted on our site, is in Converse. Well, okay. Anyways, the padded bra is a huge part of the, like this character. It's mentioned multiple times. Luckily, this they're going to need that. The padded bra is needed for. They're going to put a phone wrapped in the bra. I mean, yeah, but <sighs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, okay, foreshadowing is, like, very intentional clothing. I mean, that's, like, a special necklace with a special bra. Like, if there wasn't a special necklace, which we'll get to in a second, it'd be the special bra. Like, okay, so that's taken care of. Um, The dream with Dan. There's a flashback to a dream-ish where Dan can't say the words, I love you, so he taps it out. Which, okay, just out there to all the girls right now, do not marry a guy that cannot tell you he loves you. Don't do it. it Just very, don't do it. But that flashback, you don't even need. Not like that. It, I mean, it's... It didn't need to... It's cr- it was cringy. It was so clear this is going to come back. I'm like, how is this going to come back? And guess what it does? Because Hunter, the twist is on her ankle as a tattoo with those like tapped out numbers on her foot. Yeah. Just, ugh. Uh, it made me mad. Yeah, so that was interesting. Not as mad as her hair tie, though. Can we talk about the hair tie for a minute? Talk about the hair tie. Okay, so one (laughs) – it's – it's okay, it's laughable. Like, they don't have any self-service because they're 2,000 feet in the air. But they think maybe – they have 50 feet of rope. So maybe 50 feet down, they'll have service there. (laughs) Well, not just that. They get to 48 feet, like a little bit more. And it's like whole readjust themselves, hang over the edge. Like it was a whole yeah. thing for so two more feet. They're they're all resourceful. They're all like, okay, use what we got. Like you know, there's always something. So she pulls out her hair tie and wraps it around the rope and the phone, secures it so they can try and get some service. Well, they don't, and it's gone. I guess they do pull it back up, but she doesn't put her hair up. Okay, so she does get the hair tie back. Okay, we can cut this out because she does pull the rope back up. 
See, my problem with the hair tie is the whole move, I'm like, okay, Hunter, she is more revealing in her outfit. That's her character. Becky is a normal person who is going through a lot, and she's covered up. She looks normal. Wearing proper shoes. Yes. Okay. By the end of the movie, within like the last like five minutes, like they decide, okay, hair is going up. We're seeing like her stomach. Um, did she take her bra off at that point? Becky? Or she had some kind of shirt or something. She had like a sports bra. That she took off. Okay, so she's completely the – she's a 180 from the first hour and 15 minutes of the movie. I mean, she's gone – she looks like Lara Croft Tomb Raider at that point. I mean, she's – to be fair, she's made her arc. She is similar to the person she was before Dan died. But the, that outfit is someone just writing, okay, she's going to revealing, revealing clothing. Like You can write whatever mm-hmm. you want. You can do. You can put on paper anything you want. They made it very clear that's what they wanted. Mm. Okay, and not just that. She was practically dead. <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> and she springs to life to kill this giant vulture, which I, I don't even think it, yeah. like a trained, fully like fed and watered person would be able to like swing this bird out of the air and like it was ridiculous it. Like, but ugh. whatever survival the fittest they say that's what they say hunter being dead that's Ooh. a twist why didn't you catch the bat oh my gosh okay so at one point in this movie hunter goes down to get the backpack right mm. that's stuck on like a satellite thing mm. tries to climb up She's like unclipped, or she wasn't clipped in. She was hanging on the backpack, right? Yeah, so she was climbing up the rope freestyle. And either way, yeah. she falls down. And Becky is too afraid to look for like five seconds. And you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? And then you see Becky's fine. She's climbing up. Okay, cool. Hunter. <laughs> yeah, Hunter's fine. So a few minutes later, they have, it's, like, it's nighttime. And it's a dream sequence. Essentially, you think you're watching it. Becky wakes up. Hunter's gone. There's no red flashing light, so you kind of know this is not quite real. Yeah. So it's implied that it's a dream. Hunter's still alive. Later on, when she's about to plug in the life hack, when she's replaced, she unscrews the light bulb, she's plugging in the drone, mm. drops a backpack. Hunter misses the backpack, doesn't even try to catch it. Doesn't even try. And she just stands there, and you're like, that was kind of weird. Like, what was the point of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Turns out Hunter's dead. She's been yeah, dead. Yeah, she didn't make it. She's been dead for a while. So it's kind of – this movie does steal from a few other movies, um, 47 meters. I mean, it's – but it's it's good. There's just nonstop foreshadowing that kind of ruins the movie. But you can just Ooh. cut it out. We didn't get to the – We didn't even talk about my favorite part. Which one? Frick. Oh, okay. Frick. All right, so the problem with this movie – a big problem. It was rated R. Lionsgate wanted Fall to be released in theaters with a PG-13 rating. There were originally 35 F-words. They used some kind of technology to uh, remove the F-words, ma- like change the lips, and they added new dialogue to say frick. There's a very emotional scene at the top of the tower. I Listen, I don't even remember what they're talking about. Because I started laughing because there's this adrenaline junkie <laughs> like girl that needs to like 
they're trying to like pump themselves up like gear up for this next like we got to do something and in one sentence she says frick twice and i i'm not censoring myself she actually says frick which kids these days i, I nobody. mean nobody if you're my days if you're no. above second grade third grade Nobody, I mean, this is not normal. And if you're at 2,000 feet about to die, nobody sounds like this. No. But the, the great thing is like this line, now we're stuck on the stupid on the stupid freaking tower in the middle of freaking nowhere is the line of dialogue. For one part, there's a lot of this. That one could have been cut out, but it's a clear shot of her face saying it. It's very awkward, very weird. It's um, so unnecessary. It, it takes you out of the movie for sure. But again, I mean... I have a big problem with movie ratings. All right. And this is a movie where it is okay to show what? Gore. We're talking. Yeah. Okay. Hunter at one point is wounded. She's dead. She is dead. Let's verify that. She checks for a Paul. You know, she is dead. Right. Okay. This is the thing about this. What is worse? Saying the F word, a word, (laughs) okay, or a character. Shoving a phone because they want to get a signal and it needs to cushion the blow. Using her friend's body and pushing it pushing off it the off two thousand feet to save herself. Save herself. And the problem that I have too is they have not. They didn't really completely make up after she learned that she was having an affair with her husband. So they were best friends who have this like major friction between them, and. She's like, yeah, I'm going to push you off the top. And I, I understand that she's dead and survival of the fittest and you got to do what you got to do. But it just it, it just doesn't sit right. The whole movie rating good. system is completely wrong. 30 times saying that sounds like a lot. In a 90 minute movie where they're constantly talking to each other and like hanging on for life, like it wouldn't even be a thing. You'd watch it and be like. It's fine. More shocking is watching her rip apart that vulture, like getting blood sprayed spraying with blood. Yeah. To think that that's cool, like something's wrong with like society. Anyways, yes. let's get to the big thing. Does this movie have a magic necklace? Of course it does, Danny. It does. And it did not need it. It really didn't. She was wearing a necklace with her ring on it, right? I thought or his, so. It must it was have been his, his ring. Yeah. She had her ring on her finger. At one point, when she realized that her husband was cheating on her, she takes the ring off and I think puts it on the necklace. I I know. That was such like a moment. I'm like, oh, she's like finally letting him go. She's going to like Throw drop it. their yeah, rings that's or what something, you'd expect. you know. But no. oh no, she needed it later. So she When she climbed, when she pulled dances up the tower to pull out the light bulb and charge charge the uh, the drone, somehow she needs – and this keep this in mind. At this point, Hunter is dead. She's not real. She is in Becky's mind. Mm. Okay. Hunter is able to help with this life hack by saying, because Becky's like, I can't, the plug won't reach. It's not going to reach. Hunter, the dead person, says, you need something to to make the connection. You need something bigger, um, like a piece of metal. Mm -hmm. Hunter is helping from beyond the grave, which is pretty cool. Luckily, she has this ring, her wedding ring. Yeah. This is more than a, a magic ring. This too is convenient. Essential to the plot. I mean, this is wild. This is so over the top. Like when I first saw her take the ring off to put it back on the necklace or put the two rings on the necklace, I I was like cheering. Like this is amazing. When I saw her actually using the ring, the magic necklace to 
charge the drone, I spit out a snowcap, <laughs> which I couldn't locate for a while. I was just like so shocked. The number of times that I have to check your clothing for chocolate before we leave the theater. I've been trying to quit the snowcaps game for a while. Um, but anyway, chocolate, you know, so yeah. good. Right. So good. Now, I think that's pretty much it. And we could talk about the ending with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the dad showing up. And he's like, let's go home. What about the fact that they, she was never actually saved? We just instantly see her on the ground with paramedics. Right. So that brings up another question. Since she's imagined that Hunter is alive for a lot of this, as a viewer, are we to believe she was rescued? We don't see her get rescued. And the whole rescue is so weird. Like she's on the ground in in an ambulance and the dad's going to take her home. Like, She's been in the desert for like three days without food or water for the most part. Plus, she part. has this gash on her leg that, that smells you know, like it's infected. She yeah. might not survive. Like, it's very clear. Like, I mean, it's very possible that she dehydrated at the top of the tower in the vulture buzzer thing that she thought she smashed was eating her. I mean, I mean okay. It's very possible she. So she's rescued because she flies the drone, it gets hit by the semi. Okay, that doesn't work. She then, what, texts her dad, like, I'm at the tower. She puts phone in the body, kicks the friend off the tower. I mean, that's pretty excessive after she, like, wasn't going to make it through the night. Like, she was slapping herself trying to stay awake. Yeah, we knew she wasn't going to make it. Um, here's another I mean, she, thing. she very may well have died. And I know this from watching The Hunger Games a few times. Oh, no. When you're sleeping in a tree or a tower like that, and you have ropes. Yes. You, you tie, tie yourself, yourself to it. You wrap it around. Like that was, that was probably weird. one of the most shocking things. They were just on this tower. Like it's a very small platform at the top. And they're they're sleeping, taking naps, whatever. And they have a 50-foot rope at least. They I don't, can't imagine how windy it would be Why wouldn't they wrap themselves around it? I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah. It's kind of shocking. I would love that question answered. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> a lot of the problems you can cut out, which is cool. It's an effective movie. Like, a lot of it to me is A+. plus. It's definitely a, it's a fun movie to talk about. I mean, there, there's so much stress. There's so much, like, oh, it just, I'm going to be thinking about this movie for a while. Lots to talk about. Yeah, they needed, they needed more money to make it. There's some bad CGI shots, um, just, or whatever. The lighting's, like, way off. But you can just cut those shots out. That's what's shocking to me. There's a good movie here. I would recommend it if you like the trailer. It's a very stressful movie. You'll feel sick watching it. And good job for them making this movie on one location like this. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, two people, top of a tower. It's it's very unique. There's not many movies like this. Yeah. It's easy to trash it from all the foreshadowing. But hmm. I would recommend go see it. It's probably going to be available to rent, stream, or buy soon. It's been out for about a week. and they didn't. <laughs> Sounds about right. I mean, I got to say, while watching it, I was like, this is an A-plus movie, and they failed to market it properly because it should be one of the biggest movies this summer. Like, it, it's a, like I told Jess, it's the reason you make movies. This gets me excited. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. So we, we may have been pretty harsh on it. Only because that's what we do. I mean, we well, there's things we look for and things that we get disappointed when it's it feels like lazy writing where they just use the same magic necklace. The, the you know, foreshadowing. Again. I don't know any other movie that's 
this strong on foreshadowing it's in your everything. face. Yeah. So that's why it bothers me. But you can cut a lot of it out. So there's a great movie here. We'll have to work on making that an edit. So anyways, thanks for listening. I have a question. Oh, what? For our listeners, Danny. So first of all, I guess you could let us know if you do go see this movie, if the foreshadowing bothers you or not. But also my question, I would like to know what your favorite movie theater snack is. Purchased from the theater or not, we're not going to judge. What do you enjoy snacking on at the theater? Oh, that's good. That's good. Would you ever put chicken nuggets or chicken strips mixed in with popcorn so when you dig into the bag? It's a surprise. I've never done it, but I'm thinking about it. Email us at beforeyouseethefilm at gmail.com. Sounds good.